and we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. Uh, this is. That was weird. You just you did this whole motion, and it was it was strange. This is Sorry, your, man, that was that. Rocky, and I'm Rick. Hey. Um. So, so you okay. wanted to tell me some. So stuff. The thing I wanted to tell you to make sure that we talk about, which is good because we're doing it now is the Patreon that is actually live in case anybody, you know, likes this shit enough to want to support it. And it is at patreon.com slash parts unknown pod. And I mean, you never know, because if we don't talk about it, then nobody will know about it, Rick. So I was just going to say, we got to make sure to mention it at least once. This satisfies that. That's all. Okay. I was like, is it important that you could just tell me off the air? No, it is important. Yeah, what you originally you're like, oh, we should do it in the other. Well, no, because I was gonna say like, oh, let's not forget. And I'm like, you know what? Just record it. It's fine. This is sort of what these things are for. Right. Conversation, the such. Right. If we can squeeze in an audible ad at the end, then I'll be real happy. That's you, homeboy. Oh, okay. Oh boy. So I read I read some news in books, and you know where you can listen to books? Books can be listened to on audible.com. Correct. I don't know the rest of this pitch. <laughs> you can listen to books like The Death of WCW by your boy of the Wrestling Observer. And then also um, RD from Russell, Russell Crab. And uh, I have listened to the audiobook. It's very good. It's 14 hours long. It is very long, but very entertaining. Because Brian Alvarez is very, very funny in the way he delivers things. He says it real, real straight and all, but then the tone is where the funny lies. Anyhow, you can find that on audible.com and you can go to audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and use our referral link and get a 30 day free access and then cancel if you want. I don't care. It's a very good book. I would advise to listen to it. It's really cool. It's the revised one too. Uh, the audio one yeah, is the it's a 2014 one. edition. I think also the new book that I actually ordered, the Crazy Like a Fox, the story of... Uh, Alicia Fox? No. <laughs> of Brian Pillman. It's a very good book. <laughs> I okay. like that. No. No. <laughs> that was offended. No. Uh, it's, very, it's very good. I think it's very worth it. If you want to read about Brian Pillman's life. and about I am curious about that. It's a very good book. Uh, I uh, There's another one I was trying to read. Um, The Lion's Mark book or Inside the Lion's... Lions Roar, which is the story about New Japan during the 90s and stuff. It's That's on, on Amazon. It's on Amazon. I don't know if it's on Audible. If it is, you should listen to it. It sounds like it's a very cool book. But you could. You could. You could use that that link, Rick. You we could. all could. We all could. Audible.com slash parts unknown pod. AudibleTrial.com. AudibleTrial.com. Go ahead and listen to the Death of WCW. Very good book. Yeah, all right. Got dads out of the way. Now we can start. All right. Uh, we are two weeks out of... Uh, well, as of this, we'll probably be one week out of WrestleMania. <laughs> Next week is the go home show. And then Sunday would be WrestleMania. Um, and a week over. from this Sunday. Yes. And all that stuff. So, uh, do you have anything to bring up before we dive into, uh, let's see. I saw you had stuff. Yeah. I had a bunch of tabs, just quick hits. One, the headline is Katsuyori Shibata. I'm not retired yet, he says. Yes, that's what I heard that. He is a trainer at the LA Dojo, but he's not retired. Well, he said he's not. He said he's planning on wrestling. He wants to fully crack his head open one day. Don't know when, but he's planning on wrestling again. I wish the dojo, if I lived in Los Angeles, because I would have tried out for it. You go hang out? I would try it at out least for it. be a pal. No, I would have tried out for it. Now? Yeah, sure, why not? You don't put me through that ringer. Maybe an old boy. I don't know if you uh, a young boy necessarily have the stamina for all of this. That's what you learn all that shit. 
I think you have to come in with some level of stamina. I mean, they don't. You can't come in cold off the street like a I know, but they, who wants to be a pro wrestler? They te- they teach you. You know, you pay. You get that. There was a. I think there was a, like a kind of a heavy set guy in the picture of the class that they have right now. I didn't see it. They have the full class picture of all the the, the, the guys there. Um, I think one of the trainers is Scorpio Sky. I've never heard of him. Um, Shabbat is the head trainer there, which is yes. cool. Uh, but yeah, and it just opened. It was just there because they had it before the Strong Style Evolved thing. Yes. Uh, but before we get into at least the main reason that card was on, really, because it was like the, the biggest draw. It was that and what, Okada versus uh, Zack Sabre? That's a G1. Huh? That's was not it? the G1. Not G1. No, New Japan Cup. Was it? Okada, well, no, it's no, no. setting up for that. Zack Sabre called out Okada. Yes. That's, and they have a match, yes. but then it must be at... That said, uh, it wasn't a strong style evolved. No, that was a tag match. It was the next thing then. No, that's oh, that's right, because it was uh, it was uh, it's Suzuki Suzuki and Zack Saber versus Ishii and and Okada. Okada. Yes, right, right. So whatever the next show is, the next big. I don't think it's Sakura Genesis. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's that or Dominion. I think it is Dominion. I think. Yeah, he gets the next shot at the title. Because there's an American show before Sakura Genesis. Another one they announced at the Cow Palace. Which is now like them really seeing if they can make an arena because yeah. it's actually an, a legit a real Where arena. Is it Cal Palace? San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, still super West Coast. I was thinking it's always going to be West Coast. It's never going to be here. I was thinking of. Uh, I think the closest that we'll ever get to them being here would be New York. Yeah, probably. No, but I was thinking of uh, the whatever palace at Auburn Hills in Detroit that WCW used to run that arena a bunch, and I remember oh. hearing. Uh, I, hearing the name on nitros and stuff. Could they be in Detroit? <laughs> like New Japan and Detroit of all places. That's why I was like, I know it's not that. It can't be that. It has to be something West Coast. I just didn't know where. Yeah, I think it's San Francisco. All right. I mean, hey, it'd be cool to try. I mean, it probably this cost show, a pretty penny to. This show looked good. Have you seen like more than stills? No, like I said, I haven't seen anything. I know all the the match results. Well, first there was it was like you know uh you know uh fucking angled seating basically it wasn't everybody on the floor mm-hmm. like there were stands so i think that alone adds to it looking better and better to attend i'm sure by like a bajillion percent because mm-hmm. that last one looked a little rinky dink uh just in the commentary i think they need to move away from jr i love jr and well, all that's but... just because of access they do that yeah i know i know i know that's what i'm Barnett. saying but uh, it's it's tough oh and JR's good in the show on Access. Right, yeah, but there he goes into a recording booth, and then, you know, they they go. Well, yeah, they watch it live. Well, well, not live, but they watch the footage. There. Right, right, and even the matches are kind of cut sometimes, you know, for to try to squeeze in matches into the New Japan block at Access. But uh, I don't know, man. This time was better than last time. Mm-hmm. I think last year's commentary was bad. Well, yeah. Like, that was with the Briscoes and all of that kind of stuff. That was really weird. Uh, this one, you know, a little better, but still not good. You know what I mean? Aside from the fact that, you know, he's, he's JR, like Michael Cole to your, actually wow. Cole's a little better. Wow. Cole doesn't miss, he miscalls things, but you know. What did JR do? I didn't hear any complaints about JR on the thingy. Unlike last year well, where everyone there is a tab uh-huh. on pro wrestling sheet where it says Jim Ross reacts to strong style evolved commentary criticism. And that's audio, I assume, from his podcast. I didn't hear anything. Like, because 
because of last year, yeah, I heard tons of shit, even from the wrestlers and everything. Like that. Right, right, yeah, that, that was the biggest. I don't think the wrestlers really cared on this one. But, you know, it's just like, you could you could hear the kind of stuff. Again, I only really saw the one match, the the main. But if that's, a, you know, there's a match you're going to call right, it should be that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he got the Jacksons' names mixed up at a certain point. I would too. Uh, I still was, don't know who Matt He was Maker. getting Ibushi, like he was, he was messing up the name a little bit here and there. Moves that he just either called wrong or didn't call and then josh barnett had to like jump in and save it a little bit Mm -hmm. like if you would have shouted out indie taker i would have loved that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean in his inimitable jr fashion but stuff like that didn't happen because he doesn't know the name of that move Mm -hmm. yeah but you'd think you'd want to be as informed as possible whatever man it's just a springboard spike pod driver dude it is (laughs) (laughs) no i know (laughs) that doesn't roll off the tongue as easily Plus, it's cute when it's called Indie Taker. Inverted rolling shot. <laughs> the IRS. I got you. Uh, let me see. Then another quick one. Oh, no, this is about Ms. Maurice being parents. That's fine. Their daughter was born. Hooray. Oh, uh, she was? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Apparently, a referee super kicked Rusev during a post-Smackdown Live dark match. Hey. Oh, did, speak. Okay, since you're talking about strong style of all, uh-huh. did you see the footage of Ibushi doing the botch, the massive fall? No, because the camera cut like well, on the, on yeah, the I know. broadcast. It cuts. I haven't seen it online yet. He fucking he overshoots himself. It's very funny. Like, yeah, he runs up the turnbuckle and he he runs up so fast that he falls over it uh-huh. outside, and then so he falls down. He gets up on the, the whatever the thing is called. What is this thing called? Outside of the ring the where apron. the ropes are. The apron. He gets on the apron and, and he runs he up to do a back, uh, to do a moonsault. And then Nick or Matt, whoever there was there, runs to like grab him. Like he thought he was just going up there. So he was going to pull him down. So he whips the moonsault yeah. and then he just runs over to him and fucking throws him on the floor. Well, he does. He does like a, like a judo throw. Yeah. He just runs over and he's like, you gotta go down. <laughs> but yeah. He, like that's the part I caught when I was watching it is they go for the, the cross slash and then the the access or the New Japan camera focuses on Kenny. Yeah, luckily hitting Matt. And then when they cut to the camera that's on Ibushi, you see that like you know it's kind of a stutter step. And then like he just like judo tosses yep. Nick Jackson over. Uh, and then Jr. makes some sort of reference to it, but obviously I didn't know what he was talking about because I'm like oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I imagine like yeah, him, he must have botched. I think because of the fan reaction or whatever. Uh, overall though. Since we might as well just fucking good match. Yeah, I hear it's very good. Like, it's crazy good. There's a moment. I, I, you said you've seen things about it, right? Did you read like a review? Oh, you heard reviews. That's yes, I know exactly what happens. So in that moment where Kenny hesitates, the one winged angel after a long match at this point. Yeah, it went a uh, 45 minutes of I recall. Well, yeah, it was like between 40 and 45 somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, and then like Nick. I mean, sorry, not Nick. Matt grabs his arm and yeah, he's just he, like, you do it. Yeah, he self did it to himself. Yeah, he uh, pretty much did it himself. And Kenny immediately is just like, boom, he hits him. Uh, and then, but there's still no kick out because that's not the finish. It gets broken up. And uh, then the Golden Lovers hit an indie taker. And there's just like, it becomes a little flip party for a little while. Uh, that table spot where Kenny goes through the table mm-hmm. is gnarly. Uh it's a great culmination or, or maybe even a continuation of the uh, Matt Jackson injured backstory that's been building across like everything that they're at really mm-hmm. with, uh, with a Rapungi 3k and all that uh, since the Tokyo dome. And uh, 
I don't know, it was just really good. And it was probably the... I mean, you know, the psychology aspect comes strongly from Kenny and, like, how how he plays everything. But the Bucks keep up. You know, it, it wasn't an, a glorified spot fest. It was surprising in, in that regard. And uh, it was weird to see Bushi kind of fuck things up. <laughs> well, Kenny also got, he gets, like, a a knee to, like, the side of his eye. Yeah, he thought he broke his orbital. 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 <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I saw an interview with him after the match. Uh, that was just on some random like Jabron YouTube. He doesn't even know where he got hit. Yeah, I think I think it might have been when he does the carry, the the fireman's carry into the flip that becomes a moonsault. Mm-hmm. I forget what the fuck it's called right now. But uh, their variation of it is then Ibushi hits a standing moonsault while Kenny gets ready for the turnbuckle moonsault. And there, something caught his eye when he was landing, I think, from his moonsault. Yeah, he uh, said that he didn't know where he got hit, and he wished there was like a replay, so he wanted to look up and see it. But yeah. he still doesn't know where it happened. But uh, it's interesting, because in that same interview, I, I assume we're talking about a similar, if not the same one, where uh, he was just like, yeah, man, we're not where I want us to be as far as the Golden Lovers. He's like, I don't even think we can call ourselves the best tag team in the world. It's just, you know, like he seemed, I don't know if it was like kayfabe, heavy but that's how he came across Mm -hmm. you know obviously playing up the angle of like you know those are my best friends i didn't want to do that yada 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 um so i like that aspect of it i like that the bullet club has been more storytelling oriented uh i know that cody and marty beat the gorillas of destiny yeah uh and then he cut an interesting uh jesus christ interview about it in the back in that same like backstage area that at some point Don Callis Don Callis walks in and Brandy's there with him and it's you know real over the top Cody shtick. Uh, what else was there? I think Switchblade beats Paige. Mm-hmm. Suzuki, uh, they beat Okada. Uh, Suzuki and Zack Saber. Zack Saber uh, submits Ishi. Okay. Ishi. Then uh, Will Osprey against Liger, right? Yes. And I don't know what happens there. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Um, I think Goto and somebody and Yano versus I forget who. Uh, Los. If I recall correctly. Two I think it, four I, of them? I think it was three of them. Oh, okay. I thought it was an eight man. Well, it was, I'm not as familiar with this card because it just happened. Because I think it was also, uh, it was Dragon Lee against Hiromu and then two other people with them. It was a triple tag. Um... But Rey Mysterio couldn't wrestle because of the pec thing, and he came out and he apologized, and he said he will wrestle for New Japan. It'll probably be on the Cow Palace, I bet you. Uh, and then uh, that's probably going to be the biggest show because they're going to do it, and it'd probably be because um, we'll probably have Zack Saber. Uh, so what's going to happen is Zack will challenge Okada, which he is. Right. Okada will beat him. He will tie Tanahashi's reign for most defenses as a champion. Then smart money would be to make Tanahashi and Okada do it for the title. So Tanahashi's technically defending his his thing. And then at that point... Title you, versus streak. Yes. Then you could have Okada win. And then so they're technically in that essence, there's no reason for Okada to keep holding the belt. Besides him being just fucking awesome. Right, right, right. So he can lose. So then what they could do, if they want to be crazy, is they can have Kenny versus Okada in America for the title. And then Kenny beats Okada, and it has the craziest fucking pop of the century. They could also have their um, Jericho versus Naito 
you know, in America that could draw because they want to draw a lot of people. And then Ray Mysterio there. And that'd be all those guys. Ray versus Will Ospreay. Yeah, that'd be pretty nuts. That'd be enough big, huge American names to have like a thing. And if if you know, uh, Kenny wins the belt, then be like, well, that's it. I mean, not saying Mank will kind of drop it now because he's already beaten it. But now there is like that other reason of him holding it besides him being the fucking best guy, you know. Right. You can at least now you have a good reason. He beat Oka, he beat Tanahashi and then there's no technical. Right. He's reason. just the new ace all yes. around. Yes, he is. On record. I mean, I have no reason for not beating him. I mean, he's still fucking awesome. It's just like it's cool now because, you know, that whole streak that he beat it and he's like, boom, top of the card, you know, and it'd be really cool. It'd be like smart, awesome. You want to get a huge over. I mean, though, Kenny's over, but like in America, like they want to do something crazy and that would be something crazy, you know, have a nuts match with Kenny and him. So uh, because they could do it, they have enough time to, I believe, because I think the cow pile show is between Dominion or soccer Genesis or whatever. Um, so anyway, so that's what they could do uh, with New Japan. Um, I don't know anything else about New Japan. No, I don't have any more like news, really. Apparently, El Generico is uh, tweeting again. Yeah, well, Sammy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're fired. He said Olay, I think, or something like that. Oh, there's one. His first trade. Uh, Hello, amigos. That's what it was. His first tweet. He's, his shirts are back not up his on. First, not his first tweet. There are other tweets. but There was one like tweet when he showed tweet. back up. Yeah, it was the Hello, amigos. Yeah. Uh, his show, his store opened up back on Pro Wrestling Tees till April, I, I think, like, 4th. I like that, Kay Fabry. Well, you know. He's not dead. Everyone thought he was dead. I know. It was uh, just a rumor, man. <laughs> I may buy an uh, El Generico shirt because they're back. <laughs> I got to check them out now. Um, so we can talk about the crazy mania stuff. So pretty much the whole card is set. Uh, I was say you want to talk about like Danny Bryan or oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's my favorite wrestler. Uh yeah, Danny Bryan back. Something oh, I never man. thought would happen. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Such a negative Nancy. I wasn't negative. It was the happiest moment. I was crying all the time. I cried when he he went away, and then I was yeah, tears of joy when he. Came back. I was so happy. That was a great promo, man. It was a great promo God, three years good. ago when he said, I'm gone. It is a great yeah. promo now. It was also a great promo yesterday for that one, too. Yeah. Um, I, Shane, I guess, is going to wrestle, even though he has the diverticulitis, but he's yeah. gone. That's fucking crazy. And the crazy herniated... It wasn't herniated disc. It was something hernia. It was something... That they they said it was attributed to the powerbomb, and I think it was from from the diverticulitis or something from before. Uh, so whatever. I thought he was going to get another partner, but I guess he's not. It's going to be Shane and him. Uh, it's going to be nuts. I assume Dana Bryan and Shane should win. I don't see why Dana Bryan should lose. Dana Bryan heel turn? Uh, no. That'd be crazy if it is. I don't know how this whole Dana Bryan thing is going to work, too, because... Yes, uh, do that impact treatment every time. You will, yes, but I'm talking about that Shane's gone. He's not going to be there as commissioner or whatever. So Daniel's going to wrestle, and obviously he's not... I mean, they're not going to keep him at his GM because obviously he probably wants to wrestle all the time. Oh, I mean, it was in yesterday's promo. It was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. So I yeah, want to be this. So who's the fuck is going to be the new general manager? Teddy Long, <laughs> play player. I like Teddy Long, but I don't need Teddy Long. People power. I don't need him either. Wow, he's related to Daniel Bryan. Oh, you're bringing Brie Bella as uh, his replacement, <laughs> or maybe both Bellas. I love Daniel Bryan. Okay, um, corporate Bellas. So. Uh, we'll see. Now they have probably their one of the best wrestlers in the world uh, back on the thing. I don't think he's leaving. I yeah, think, I was, uh, the question becomes, does he resign? Uh, yeah, he probably does. I don't see why he would not. I agree. Um, the whole idea of him leaving to, what is it, CMLL and 
New Japan and Pro Wrestling Gorilla would have happened if he wasn't allowed to wrestle. But now he's allowed to, and I think he's going to stay. Uh, I mean, you can't say 100% not sure for anything, but I really feel it's very more than likely he'll stay. There's better, th- not better things, but it's him being there probably works out in the end for him. Uh, same thing, like, I feel that it's kind of the thing with Nakamura. I was thinking about that recently. Nakamura, I think his contract is up next year. It goes three years. Or I think we're already coming on the three years after Mania. Nah. Well, yeah, because that's two year counting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going back to New Japan. Two, I thought it was just two years. I do not think he's going back to New Japan for a long, long time. I think he's better here for his age and what he can do. You know, he doesn't have to do much. Uh, he's probably going to do more here. And he go to New Japan when he's done. Like when he's, you know, swan song, old stuff. And he can just show up there and be his like last stuff. But I really think he's kind of he's kind of set here. I think that's it. I think Nakamura is going to be WWE for the rest. Um, I'm all right with it. I, I still find him highly enjoyable. And I even think his promo segments have gotten slightly better. His promos are really cool. But I mean, I have if I was him, I wouldn't re- leave either. His whole I mean, yeah, no. he can leave with his family back to Japan. But I think like what the effort that he needs to do here and everything and for his age it's kind of works out in the end his work style and that he can do here surfs all the fucking time i mean they pay him tons of dollars to see me post on instagram of him surfing you know that's it that's that's what he does he just surfs and he just does little what five minute matches (laughs) yeah pretty much um and he doesn't have to put much effort into it uh so yeah daniel bryan i'm fucking stoked for it greatest wrestler that i think uh, I think he's probably better than AJ when he's like on point. I really think he is. And I think now that he's probably the best wrestler in the company more so than AJ. AJ is the best wrestler that they had. But now with Daniel Bryan, he's probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. And I really feel that 2018 Daniel Bryan is going to be more, better than his old Daniel Bryan. Because I think he's going to try and prove something that he's still got it. Well, I think I, And hope. he's going to push himself even more. I think he's going to be a different style too. I think he's going to be a little right. more technical. That, that's the thing. I, like, I hope you're right about that. But... With the added element of just like not playing it so recklessly, because when he came back last time, those he, matches he was throwing reckless drop kicks. He was also when they came back last time, they really fucking mishandled him, and that's there's also that. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't even there that long. I think I think part of the like re-aggravating that neck injury, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what it was. Yes, was uh, Sheamus. Yeah. Well, aside from Sheamus, he, he dude, remember watching him the first time he came back? I think on a SmackDown, and we were both like, oh my god. Oh my god, these drop kicks! Mm-hmm. You know, and just I, I think he did a headbutt, and you're like, "What? Why? 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 You don't need to do this." Yeah, be awesome, chain wrestler guy. You know how I complained like a few months ago? I think that there's no like Dean Malenko type. Mm-hmm. He could be that guy, and he has the charisma to do it. You saying Dean Malenko had charisma? No, I'm saying <laughs> Dean Malenko lacked. Charisma. <laughs> he was the Ice Man, dude. Exactly. He didn't need charisma. He just said charisma. He had technical skill. He could say random things on the mic. <laughs> Brian has both. Hey, Dean Malenko was a four horseman. I've actually never seen Malenko's father. Like, I've, Malenko? I've never seen him wrestle. Oh, yeah, neither have I. Dean Malenko. Uh, Three handle. Oh no, that's Saturn. Three handle family <laughs> green grass credenza or whatever the fuck it is is weird. What? Saturn's move was like the the rings of Saturn. No, the one of the suplexes you do is like called the oh, underhanded or three handled green grass family credenza or something like that. It's this weird fucking name for the suplex, but it's like the legit name for it. It's not like he invented it. It's like a butterfly suplex, but it's something like that. I see. Um, yeah, I really feel. I mean, I hope he's gonna turn it up a fucking 
turning up a notch, but we'll see. You know, they they not that they mishandled him, but it was kind of like the worst how they used him when he came back. It was just like an afterthought, and he just kind of put Roman Reigns over, and they gave him that really shitty way out of the rumble. Like mm, you're just gonna get pushed. It was really bad. Like just all that shit that he just went through. So we'll see. Uh, I know if they put the ball on him and make him go right against, because now we're gonna have him against Nakamura. That's the well, fucking incredible match that uh, that they were both waiting for that they wanted to do forever. That's that's partly what I was gonna say before. Like like I was letting you like go off on uh-huh. what you were gonna say, but uh, I don't even think he needs like a title push. Very like I think well, give I mean, him give him the Shawn Michaels treatment of it's just dream match guy, and then like if he comes across the title at a certain point, like great, but just make him dream match guy. You know, why not? If they put the title on him, though, th- well, okay, not because then they- he becomes the attraction that people want and he's not Brock Lesnar. Well, okay, well, I'll say it like this you don't need to put the title, it's that he can be the biggest thing in this fucking company yeah, no, I'm, I'm right saying, now. Like, that's what I said. If it he comes, could be the face of the company, if it comes across his desk at a certain point, uh huh, by all means, make him the champion, you know, because he does deserve like, uh, one, a legit run. And two, yeah, he can be the face, right? If they use but him if, correctly, yeah, he's probably gonna have the biggest pops of all the fucking. But if you time. get a eight nine months of just like dream match, Daniel Bryan kind of building the the proof of worth again, you know, and on top of it, fans just get awesome matches, regardless of like heel face dynamics and all that bullshit, right? And then leading up to what could be a title win, that's a great story. And it, th- that's effectively what happened with Shawn Michaels. And then after the whole title thing, because it was short, I think, his last title run. I think it was a world title? You're talking about when he came back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or? Like his run, that the the 2002 run. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right? He became world champion at least once. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a long world championship. And then after that, it just became like title matches, I, you know, retiring Ric Flair, The Undertaker. You know, he just put on these awesome matches. I think The Undertaker was his last match, yeah. Right, right, right. The second, That's what I'm saying. The second match, yeah. But as I'm saying, like he, that, those are his programs, and you have Daniel Bryan that you can do that with. Well, they were awesome one. people to do that against. Oh, okay, well, one would hope because okay, we'll look at it like this. I assume the superstar shakeup is going to happen after WrestleMania, like yes. it always does. I have a feeling that AJ is going to go to Raw. Boo. Because they'll have because Nakamura. I mean, I don't mind either one winning the belt, like AJ keeping or Nakamura. But if Nakamura wins, you know AJ can go there. So because then you'll have Dana Bryan, the biggest fucking face on SmackDown, and he'll be on SmackDown. Um, so you so can. So then, have, what big person do you bring in, or um, do you line up next for Nakamura that isn't going to win? Theoretically speaking, that wouldn't win. Well, I mean, well, well, well Nakamura's a face. So we have to have a bad guy. It'd probably be someone up against him. Oh, sure. Who the fuck should go against him? I'm just saying, like, these are those scenarios. Like, it's fine to, like, throw that shit out in a vacuum. But if you have to, like, now work with I can that, also think of someone from do? Raw that they could, you know, swap or take an AJ and someone from Raw would go over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's say we're just doing a one-for-one. AJ for another AJ caliber person. Because, you know, they you tend get to... Samoa Joe, you can bring him over. But... But then you have Samoa Joe and Nakamura again, potentially. And you're like, I've recently seen this in it. And I feel... I feel like... With uh, Roman uh, on Raw as the champion, obviously you need people for Roman to fight. Samoa Joe is a perfectly logical thing, you know, two big dudes smashing face. Or so the, Braun Strowman. The well, Braun's a, a face, and yeah, I, I mean, he's 
he is the Stone Cold that they haven't been able to turn other people into. He's like uh, the funny Stone Cold that wasn't near, you know, it wasn't good by Stone Cold standards. Uh-huh. But, you know, it was still good by wrestling standards. Well, okay. So I'll bring this up. Did you see the, did you, or did you hear about the Paul Heyman interview about him like leaving and Brock being done? No. I think it was recent. I forgot where it was. It was an interview and he was saying that Brock Lesnar, he pretty much kind of made it known that Brock Lesnar's done. Like he's going to be leaving. And Paul would probably leave also. He's probably done too. Because uh, it came up with this whole thing that he's going to have a TV show, like a reality show. Paul Heyman. Weird. Paul Heyman? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like the Osbournes. Something like that. Uh, but Paul said the only kind of way he would stick around is if he would manage either A, Ronda Rousey, which it's fine. I can see that. It's another big person from UFC that just breaks people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and B, Roman Reigns, which would be actually good for Roman. But the kind of the smart thing would be. Would I'd be, rather have him managing like Oscar. Like Ronda's, Ronda's good because it's that kind of person, and he can right, talk exactly. But the thing is, if he goes Roman, you can have Roman become a heel, and it's a whole twist. But why would they do that after all these years of trying to make Roman the face? But but Paul Heyman being a bad announce, a bad manager for a bad guy. Yeah, but he's not. He's. I mean, but they would they would face face Brock, and well, and Brock is always going to be face no matter what, no, even no, though they've he, tried their hardest to make him a bad guy. Yeah, but but Paul will cut a heel promo for a quote unquote heel Brock that is very different from the kind of promo he cuts when it's a when it's like a straight up face. Well, I'd have Roman be a heel, and Paul would turn on Brock. Oh, so it's a big show all over. Yeah, hey, it's something on, like man. that. If you could keep him around, they did that already. But you would have that, and then that could have. You could have already, because what's his name? Braun is a baby. You would have Samoa Joe. You can come as the fucking heated baby face. And people love to cheer him anyway. Uh, Seth, you have Seth set up. Because the whole thing is I was looking at it. Like, who are the bad guys that Roman are going to face besides Samoa Joe? Fucking Wyatt. Well, whatever happens to Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Whenever he shows back Elias. up. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, that's like a gender program. <laughs> no, he's better than gender. He is, but it's still like... Yeah, I know. It's he has. There are no good bad guys on Raw side. When you could, you have the best bad guy by a guy that everyone already hates. I mean, majority of people hate, and you just make him a bad guy. And you have so many people that they've tried to make bad guys that people love, like Braun Strowman, like Samoa Joe. Even Samoa Joe is fucking the best bad guy, but people love to cheer him because he's fucking awesome. But it's, it sucks. It's such a different generation now that people cheer people that they're not supposed to. Well, I mean, that's always been the case. No, but like you could have people back then, like Cody. Okay. Cody's a bad guy that people fucking hate. Like at these trunks of all, I heard people just boot him out the goddamn building. <laughs> he, you know, and, he's an old school villain that as cool as he is, no one cheers for this fucking guy. And the, in the backstage thing that I told you to do with like Brandy and all that stuff. Uh, he was just like two times I've been to long beach, two times that the fans have not been nice to me. Yeah. So new Japan, please stop booking me at Long Beach. Like, he just said that out loud. Because he's talking about this, like, people jumping the fence at me and stuff. And no one does that. And you, as bad as you are, like, Samoa Joe's a bad dude, but people still fucking cheer for Samoa Joe. Yeah, but the thing is that Samoa Joe acts cool. Even if he doesn't mean to. Cody. Well, he's just a cool bad guy. He's like, I'm going to, like, he choked out Paul Heyman. I'm going to choke you. (laughs) Unfortunately, it was too cool, not, like, Corny bad guy enough. Uh-huh. And Cody does corny bad guy a lot. Like, not only does he have a hateable face, you know what it's I very mean? smarmy and smug. Right. He has that kind of thing to him. And then he acts like a piece of shit on top of it. So you just want to hate him. It's why people wanted to hate Flair. I mean, they grew to love Flair because yeah. he almost, you know, almost in spite of everything he was doing. But 
And I mean, Flair to a degree was also entertaining with the fucking flops and all the Flair shit that he would do in the ring. Well, right? he was that kind of bad guy. Right, right, right. Over the top guy. So I think that's just like, that just happens. It will. It, I mean, I understand that. But in WWE, there's not, there is no one that people boo anymore besides fucking Roman. Unironically, you know. <laughs> I mean, Miz gets booze, but people still cheer Miz. Miz is, Miz is pretty awesome, though. He's he's great on the mic. He's whatever, but he's great. He's like fucking awesome. This is it. There is no one that people like outright like fuck you, you know. Besides like gender, but you're supposed to. But like a top bad no, but, guy. But heel, he's also like, he, his booze are more meta than just because he's a bad guy. Exactly. It's not like if Samoa Joe got booed. I mean, he did get booed sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. To, to quote my, my new favorite wrestling podcast, even uh-huh. though we're doing one, Black Announce Table, they're, um, like, it's three of them, right? Two dudes and, yeah. and a girl. Uh, the, the girl, she hates Samoa Joe. Like, she acknowledges that he's good, uh-huh. but she hates him. She was like, I won't go to that show if he's there. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> see him. I don't want nothing to do with him. It's the best Samoa in the room. Nada. You know what I mean? So there are still people that hate Samoa Joe. There is, but like, you know what I'm talking about when you hear in the audience. The, yeah. Well, no, because okay. smarky people love Samoa Joe. Non-smarky people probably don't like Samoa Probably Joe. don't. But you can hear the overwhelming more cheers than right, anything. because smarky people go to wrestling shows. Exactly. And um, I'd put it to, okay, Brock, when Brock came out and beat the shit out of Roman, Brock got booed, like when he first came out, when Roman was cuffed, and he beat him because everyone was like, boo, and he's fucking him with the chair. He left. He came back. People booed. But then they started dipping too much into the well and people started cheering because now he's like, this guy's just fucking slaughtering this dude. And now Brock came out again and he slaughtered Roman and there's cheers because now it's put it to the moment where they should have stopped it. Brock was the bad guy. But then it's just like, oh, man, Brock gets to destroy someone. We get to watch it. Let's cheer this shit on. Because it was cool shit. Yeah, you saw him fucking destroy this dude. At first, it's like, yeah, it's bad guy stuff. But then he just keeps coming out and coming out and coming out. So it's it's kind of sad. And and like you can't. I was trying to think of like, That's who would you have to swap over to have a good bad guy? Right. For Nakamura Russell. I mean, you can right now. Rusev's a huge fucking face. Well, the thing is, right and now like, he's added to the four way, which is crazy. Raw. <laughs> Raw almost has an excess of baby faces. They do, because all the people they try to make bad guys become baby faces. Right. So there you have the opportunity to turn someone someone heel and shift them over to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you can always have them go up against Kevin. Well, Kevin and Sammy are bad guys that people boo a lot. And they and now they're oh. mega booing because they beat up Daniel Bryan. Right. Yeah. Unironically booing people. You know what I mean? Even though I love Kevin Owens. He's a good bad guy. I love him, too. He's a great bad guy. Same thing with Sammy. Uh, I think Sammy's problem, a great Sammy. bad guy. We are, yeah. but I'm not going to... Ch- I'm not... I understand the fact I'm not going to go, yeah! You know, when he's beating up, like, Shane. It's just, I know he's a bad guy, and I'm cheering him because I like him as the bad guy. But I'm not going to go, Well, Woo! I also don't like the Shane character, personally. Oh. <laughs> but, I mean, obnoxious. story-wise... Yeah, well, Shane is the crux of all the problems. Just like fucking Tony Stark was the crux of all the I Avengers problems. That. Did you unplug? Oh, you plugged yourself. It's like you unplugged us. No, no, I was gonna unplug myself because I'm like, oh, I can start picking up all this like loose shit. That's um, here. so yeah, and now they're big time bad guys because they beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan. So yes, they're gonna get. Uh, I mean, they probably won't get booed, but they'll get booed at WrestleMania. But and I mean, you can always bring back somebody relevant that wants to come back, that can come back. You know what I mean, like I'm just thinking of Jericho, but it doesn't have to be Jericho. Well, okay, if they weren't gonna have um, what's his name? Because I'd be okay with Nakamura or Jericho. If well, if they weren't having Shane McMahon, people brought up the idea of having Jericho as Daniel Bryan's tag partner because Jericho did have beef with Kevin right. Owens, and they could have a thing. But Jericho actually has a concert that same night, so 
You can't do anything. And it would have been smart, the two guys against those two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Daniel Bryan does go bad guy, and they have their Ring of Honor stable. <laughs> and mean, then you could bring Samoa Joe over, and it's those four dudes. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I know how it fucks with the storytelling. But I don't think Daniel Bryan should be a bad guy. Daniel Bryan is, like, the facest of faces. And they have, like, the biggest superstar right now. I hate that word. But they've got it, like... I mean, it is their nomenclature. It is, it is. But, um... You know, uh, I I don't know who would knock him or a face and AJ's run through everyone. Obviously, Dan Bryan's going to face Dolph Ziggler because they had that little confrontation, <laughs> you know, which would be fine. Whatever. Dolph, as much as I hate him, you know, he can put Why on you good hate him, bro? Ziggy. Oh, fuck, the train is left for the Zig man long ago. <laughs> Fucking Zig man. Uh, uh, you haven't been watching NXT, which you should. It's got the good stuff and we're going to. I just. I. And I ricochet, have a hard time ricochet high package. I, I I saw it online, uh, in that pose. It does that ricochet. That- no, no, I meant the the ground pose. Oh, the, spidey, the, the spidey, spidey, but he also pose. does yeah, 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 yeah. That, that ricochet yeah, just, pose. Uh, uh, two or five lies getting really good too. Good so matches, hear, so good matches. I think they're uh, Mustafa Ali was a weird. Was I was not expecting that to be the the final of the tournament for the title. Uh, all of them, Alexander and Mustafa. I thought it was gonna be Alexander and Gulak. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that's. But it's Especially fine. going with the heel face thing instead of two faces. Two faces. They're just two guys trying to one up each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's Booker T. Benoit, best of seven type. And I mean, they're both very good. I think was Ali is very good. He's very good. Stuff. He doesn't get enough time to shine. None of those guys really do. Well, now they're on their own show, so they do get their time. Even though they did that little random Raw thing, it's better for 205 Live to be its own show. It sucks that they don't get the, hey, they're not promoting the show, so no one knows to watch it. But it's better. It feels better that they're on their own thing instead of having their weird shit three minute right, chin right, lock right. matches on Raw that Even no one they had gives one this past Raw and I but fully it, ignored it. It started in the middle of it and it was still had a good hype end segment with all the fucking nut stuff. But um, speaking about two five live, uh, I know Ray's he's pretty much fully committed to WWE because he went to I think um, Alabama for their medical center to get their final checks and once you're there they don't fly you out for not being hired. So he's there, and then two other Spanish wrestlers. Uh, holy shit, I just forgot their names. Uh, Garza Ray Jr. Oh. No, yeah, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was Garza Jr. and another one. Uh, two kind of big names from like AAA, I think, or CML. Uh, but they are. They also went there, and they're pretty much signed probably to show up to NXT. So we'll probably have them some Luchadors. Have Luchador's. 2.0. Have some more Luchadors show up on 205. I mean, 205 is getting better. It's got better matches doing stuff, and you know, once they start doing flippy shit, because Ricochet, I assume, is going to go right to that, and you can't have Ricochet without Ricochet doing fucking flippy McFlippers and Will Ospreay shit. So, um, I think I, I still think the problem with Raw and Two Hundred Five is that they kept wanting to make it a different thing. Well, now with now it's it feels very different now. Yeah. It like especially the whole segment. Um, what's his name? Uh, Drew Maverick, uh, Rockstar Spud, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. He's very good. I think he's very good in his role. It's good, good voice, whatever. Watching a Botchamania where they were live, obviously, and, and they, that was a pre-tape, and he was just like, cut, start again, bup, 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 bup. and then he starts with the exact same line again. It was good stuff. Um, he did the whole thing where, I don't know if you saw where he talked to Drew Gulak about stop being this stupid, like, no high-flying thing. The Drew Gulak I know is the guy who just broke people's arms, and Drew Gulak's like, that's why he's all back. Drew Gulak now is all back to normal. Like, it's like... A yeah, changing like of the sad undie type. Yeah, it's a change of the guard. It's the exact like McMahon is not controlling this. Triple H's get back to your old gimmick. Stop being the fucking presidential dude. Just break people's arms. Just be Gulak like you used to. 
put people in locks and be the fucking crippler guy. I, I only knew Gulak by name before the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. I knew Gulak from CZW because I saw some random shit. Yeah. But, uh... Come on, man. Come on, fucking Tournament of Death, bro. In those... <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I've watched them very... So when they have them up on the fucking WooTube shit, I'll watch them. But, but on uh, on that shit, he was quite good. Yeah, he's very good. On the Cruiserweight Classic. I was yeah. like, oh, I like this guy. This guy specifically, I like him. Ho-Ho Loon, not so much. This guy, I like Gulak. <laughs> he looks like a weirdo, though, because he had the... The like silver shorts or whatever, he wore, the like, red the, shorts with the silver shoes. He wore the rope thing, and he, yeah, but he had, and he had the bald, the, like not bald, but like shaved real low uh, mm-hmm. type cut. And I was like, this dude looks weird as shit. And now when you see like the really nice hair, you're like, that's real Gulak. He's cool. I follow him on Instagram. Sure. Uh, and then speaking of NXT, War Machine did show up at some house shows. Now they're there and they're legit called War Machine. So nice. So there I assume go. AOP will probably go up. I feel AOP should go to Raw. The SmackDown has Bludgeon Brothers. So. I don't. I don't mind them. No, they're good as a team. I the, the name is stupid. I the like their whole gimmick of them stupid. beating each other up and like fucking using yeah, each other's oh, weapons. It's great. Yeah, 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 smart. Why not? You have two monsters. They know their monsters. They utilize each other. And, and I, I like how they destroy everyone. They Wonderful. still fucking wreck face. They look so stupid. I still. I don't. So like, I don't like their get up. Stupid <laughs> with their carnival folk from the 1920s aesthetic. Don't be upset at the carnies. Fuck all that noise. They're vaudevillain esque. Wow. No, not the not the tag team. The era. Okay. okay. But so, still, know, that was the same thing. I get you. Whatever, man. All right. So next week will be the go home show because it's Raw and SmackDown. We'll talk about that and we'll talk Remember about WrestleMania. Seven hour mania. Uh, we'll talk about the WrestleMania card and what our thoughts and everything. And then the week after that's the big WrestleMania takeover show. That's going to be the probably the long one because it's going to be both shows. But takeover will probably be great. Uh, and probably like maybe I bet you there's gonna be a few matches on WrestleMania that could be good. Nakamura AJ is probably gonna be fucking out of this world, and the Daniel Bryan match will probably be very damn good. That's uh, a tag match. With yeah, but it's three really damn yeah, good. No, it's, wrestlers. it's all the Shane bits where I'm all like, Ooh. yeah. Uh, but whatever. I don't want to get into it now and waste yeah, my time yeah, until you. that. So anyway, uh, once again, we'll catch you next week. This is your hosts, Rocky and Rick. Uh, later. Bye.